0: Catching you up on the latest news from around the Sunshine State that you should know, heading into this Monday morning, December 12th. I'm Elliot Trito, and this is The Point, from WUFT News. NASA's long-awaited Artemis I mission concluded Sunday with the Orion space capsule splashing west of Baja California in the Pacific Ocean, paving the way for an ambitious program ahead. I spoke with WUFT's Jacob Zadesi about what we've learned so far about the mission. So Jacob, can you tell us what happened
1: so nasa's artemis one mission came to a close on sunday the orion capsule splashed down in the pacific ocean just west of baja california this mission was 25 and a half days long and it came after a couple false starts uh but it finally went off uh back in november i was there to cover that launch and um now that the mission has ended it kind of set the stage for the future of the Artemis program.
0: So since you attended the launch of Artemis 1, can you give us some context on the purpose of the project?
1: So I attended all three of Artemis's launch attempts. The first two, of course, were scrubs. Uh, the first one was all the way back in August, and the second was in September. And there were various issues with leaks and things of that nature. and. In the end, uh, they ended up, because of these recurring issues, delaying future attempts, and they were unsure whether they were going to roll the rocket back into the assembly building or not. And then, as we all know, Hurricane Ian came in, and NASA moved the rocket back into the assembly building for a long time, actually a couple months, and it came back out to the pad on November 4th. So then at that point, Uh, NASA moved back forward going for another launch attempt the attempt that actually went was on November 16th in the early hours. I believe it was just after 1 a.m. and um, I remember people at the press site saying there's no way it's gonna go this time like a hurricane just hit It's the first time afterwards. It's 1 in the morning, and um, it ended up going pretty cleanly so this mission is All about just testing the equipment used for the Artemis program. Artemis 1 was an uncrewed mission to test out the Orion space capsule which will send humans back to the moon and the space launch system which is the rocket that will actually be propelling those humans there. So like I mentioned it's uncrewed just to test that equipment went around the moon and it broke a couple of records on its way there. On one of its orbits, it actually broke a record for the furthest distance traveled by a spacecraft designed for humans. It also was the longest that a capsule stayed in space longer than any other designed for humans without docking to a space station. So this mission in itself was historic, but really the goal of this mission is to prepare for this program that's set to send the first woman and person of color to the moon, and the program in the future is set to send humans to Mars.
0: Wow, so there's a lot to unfold there. Since the touchdown, can you give us a breakdown of what happened when the Orion space capsule landed the Pacific Ocean?
1: What happened on Sunday was the Orion capsule has been orbiting around the moon. Um, like I said, it was a 25 and a half day long mission. It finally began its return to Earth, it separated from the service module, and then it descended from the atmosphere. Um, it traveled at around 25,000 miles per hour, uh, it went through a blackout where it was surrounded by so much plasma, uh, that it could not be communicated with by NASA, and then eventually they dropped in parachutes and it landed off the coast of Baja California, Uh, so it's the Baja Peninsula of Mexico and, um, now NASA has to bring that Orion capsule back to Kennedy Space Center. They're going to ship it back to Cape Canaveral and they're going to unload all the payloads. They have a mannequin that was designed to test how humans will be able to withstand the pressures of traveling in the Orion capsule, as well as they, they had a Snoopy uh, on there, a Snoopy Plus I had a partnership with the Peanuts, and that was actually their uh, zero gravity indicator. So when they watched from home, they could tell if there was gravity in the capsule or not. And um, a few other uh, devices that were used for research, and they're going to unload all these things and see how well the capsule fared uh, just to make those preparations for when humans go on Artemis II in, I believe, 2024 is what they're shooting for.
0: Was WUFT's Jacob Sedesi about NASA's Orion capsule splashing down, concluding the Artemis I mission. You can follow this story and other future Artemis stories at WUFT.org. Now, let's catch you up with the latest news from around the state. A statewide grand jury this week called for the legislature to expand a law targeting people who smuggle undocumented immigrants into the state. The grand jury, impaneled at the request of Governor Ron DeSantis, issued a presentment that describes smuggling of undocumented immigrants as, quote, an escalating threat. The presentment came as lawmakers prepare for the 2023 legislative session, which will start in March. Controversy continues to swirl about the DeSantis administration's decision in September to transport migrants from Texas to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. Personnel shortages have pushed Gainesville Regional Utilities, or GRU, more than a week late in sending out bills for November, impacting around 5,166 customers across the city. According to Main Street Daily News' Seth Johnson, GRU's Chief Customer Officer Kinzon Hutchinson said GRU plans to send the bills in the coming weeks but encourage customers affected by this to send in partial payments, roughly their monthly bill, to start. Once the bills come out, they reflect the payments. The utility will also set a payment plan for customers thrown off their economic schedule by the delay. And finally, the Everglades National Park is celebrating its 75th anniversary this week. According to WLRN's Helen Acevedo, the unique subtropical wetland ecosystem, which spans 2 million acres across Central and South Florida, was dedicated on December 6, 1947. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Elliot Trito, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Monday.